Hong Kong team. Full squad coming out. Big round of applause. Try time for Hong Kong. Ben Ryan goes over. Ben First Ryan. try in Hong Kong history. Take a bow, son. Okay. Welcome back to the third edition of the Hong Kong Rugby League podcast, soon to be renamed to... Well, who knows? We will leave it up to the fans. I'm joined once again by resident podcaster, Mr. Jack Nielsen. Jack, welcome back. Likum Kai Kai. Yeah, what? Likum Kai Kai. In English? Uh, that's Papua New Guinean for I like food. Well, I want some food. Very topical in mm. Hong Kong, as everyone loves food. Um, and we're joined here by special guest, Mr. Chung Lai Mike Dang, visiting all the way from Auckland, New Zealand, yeah. here to meet the Hong Kong national team and to show us how good he is. Mike, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me and inviting me over. Sorry, Mike, you're going to have to speak in English. I can't understand this Kiwi accent. Uh, <laughs> God, I've got two Kiwis next yeah, to me. Yeah, ah, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thank, thanks, for, thanks for coming. Let's do this. Okay. Um, well, what a week. We had State of Origin, which obviously dominated uh, the Rugby League headlines. Um, and this week, we have a new section called What's a Real League? on the back of episode number one, where it was quite topical. So we hear from Justin McMahon, Mad Queenslander, or maybe just mad. Probably don't need to put the Queenslander at the end of it. Um, and we also have uh, interviews with Laura Fernandez and Winnie Tag. Uh, who, Winnie Tag, sorry, Winnie Wong. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, I associate Winnie with so much with Tag now, I've changed her name. Winnie Tag. Yeah, oh, Winnie Tag. Right, so we're changing everyone's names um, to Laura Tag and Winnie Tag, who are the management committee, um, who are doing a fantastic job uh, to such an extent that I really don't need to do much nowadays. Um, so that's the lineup for this week's podcast. Right. Shall we have a listen to their interview then? I think we should. Part one. Of their interview. Fantastic. So we're here with the uh, lovely Laura and the wonderful Winnie uh, from Hong Kong Tag. Uh, welcome, ladies, to the podcast. Thank you very much. And, uh, how did you get involved with Hong Kong Tag? So uh, I, I got involved first uh, when I arrived in Hong Kong two years ago. Uh, I was actually looking for some uh, sports to do, and um, I found a union team, and uh, I was very happy playing with them. But then the summer came, there was nothing to do, and I found Hong Kong Tag in Meetup. I came to one of the sessions, and I had so much fun. Everybody was so friendly, and you know the sport was so um, you know quick and fun for if you want to run, and you know. Um, so I. I I kept coming and coming every week, and now I'm basically <laughs> helping to organize it. Yeah, that was it. And when are yourself? Um, I actually played pet rugby when I was in like 10 years ago in secondary school. It's actually, there's pet rugby in Hong Kong many years ago, but for some reason it disappears. So I find it really fun to do it. Really fun is really easy to follow, easy to play, and really fun, right? So, yeah, I find it from Meetup as well. So, and then one, one day I was just typing uh, type rugby in Meetup and then, whoa, that's something happening in Hong Kong. I said, that's great, I need to give it a try. And yeah, that's it. Uh, ladies, can you tell us about the recent tag challenge? How was that? 
Well, it was uh, really good and very hot as well. Um, we had the challenge uh, 27th of May and this year we had 12 teams competing, almost 150 players uh, on a really, really, really hot Sunday. So thank you everyone for coming. <laughs> um, but the level, the skill level was so much better than last year. There was a lot of competition. It was so much more competitive, uh, especially um, I remember now, that obviously, the finals between uh, the team Bacchus and the team's uh, Kingfish. Uh, they both have some uh, rugby uh, background, uh, but they they had a tough game and they did great, especially, obviously, Bacchus, because they won. They won this, this year's uh, challenge. Uh, but I think overall it was a great day. Maybe maybe too too hot, but um, we had fun. We had fun. Yeah. Um, apart from the experienced players, we do have a lot of players coming from the tag sessions. The regular tag sessions we have uh, weekly Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Many of the players who played in on in the tag challenge, they actually just came for maybe a few months for the weekly session, and then yeah, they they happen to come up into a team to the challenge. Yeah. yeah. So they all have fun. So playing-wise, it was a great competition. How about the uh, organisation or the administration? How was that? Because we're all volunteers, obviously, with TAG, just like League. How was that for you guys? <laughs> it was uh, It was okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it was okay. Uh, uh, it was a couple of uh, months of a lot of information coming out from us to the teams. A lot of, obviously, last-minute changes that we had to adapt to. Um, I think overall it was it was better than, than previous years, which is always good. Um, we definitely learned a lot, <laughs> and we have to thank a lot to the people who came uh, to help us in the morning before the event was gonna be was gonna take place, and also people like Rini or uh, Yoni. Helen, who were there for the whole competition, actually just helping us because they, they were not players on the day. So we do have a lot of support from volunteers. I'd say we had a lot, around 10, 10 people who, in a daily basis, help us to run, run events, you know, which is always good. If any of you want to help out or involve in the tag rugby, feel free to contact us because we do need a lot of volunteers. Yeah, and you will be, you will find really fun to do so many uh, events and yeah, yeah. That's a good opportunity for us to learn as well. Yeah, and yeah, just uh, to finish, we have our social sessions every Sunday at Happy Valley. The times change because the pitch availability is uh, irregular, but if you go to our Facebook page. We normally post there in the event page uh, all our social sessions. So this Sunday we have one at Peach One in Happy Valley at 4:30, from 4:30 to 6. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 係啦，無論咧你係一個玩咗 rugby 好耐嘅人啦，或者係
你想玩運動但又唔知玩咩運動嘅話咧，你都可以嚟參加我哋呢個 Tech for All 嘅 session 嘅。咁基本上咧，我哋每個禮拜日喺跑馬地 Happy Valley 咧，都會有一個 social 嘅 session 嘅。咁所以我哋誒、呃、會有 beginner workshops 啦，咁誒、呃、我哋會有專人去教大家點樣去 pick up 呢個 sports 嘅。咁希望到時見到你哋啦。Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. I think it was very enlightening, and their enthusiasm really shines through. Jack, I mean, you obviously spent time with them.、Uh, what, what did you think? You know, they're both really great. They gave us some really great detail, obviously, on uh, the um, Hong Kong Tag Challenge, and obviously, just from a player's perspective, but also from the organisational perspective as well. And obviously, for them, they're keen to help grow the game of tag. So, quite looking forward to hearing more of their interview a bit later. Michael, have you played Oztag? Uh, I'm supposed to go represent Tokelau in Australia for tag. Oh, in the Tag World Cup. Yeah, in the Tag World Cup. Yeah. Why not playing for Hong Kong? I never knew you guys had a Tag World Cup team. You do now. Yeah, you do now. I mean, divided loyalties. <laughs> so, where, Michael, tell me, where where were you born? I was born in、uh, Hong Kong and raised in、um, Pulau Langkok. Right. So. You need to be playing for Hong Kong in the Tag World Cup. Well, actually, it's quite a lot of travel for you because the Tag World Cup is on is between the first and the fourth of November、yeah. at Coffs Harbour. So, a beautiful part of the world,、yeah. hot, humid, but、um, yeah. you know it's it's not Sydney, so it's a bit more relaxed.、Um, so, you know, we'd, we'd love to have you down there. No pressure.、Yeah. Um, but if you want to play rugby, in the rugby league World Cup, then、uh, then I'm afraid you've got no option. You've got to play for Hong Kong Tag. Blackmail, blackmail, blackmail. I mean, Michael. I mean, you, you're here. You've come all the way from Auckland and、um, spending time with、uh, with Jack Nielsen in some other leagues. Just give us a bit a bit of your story because you have got a fascinating story.、Um, just tell us more about how you got into rugby league. So,、um, growing up in New Zealand and、um, being Asian, you feel kind of left out from the different cultures. And sport is a way through breaking the barriers and the cycle into、um, other cultures, and that's why I got into league. I mean, I'll always be the smallest guy, but size doesn't matter. It's the heart that matters. So it's difficult island to say. So, so that's how I got into it, and I've loved it for the last five years. That's fantastic. And who do you play for back home? Ah,、uh, so I play for Richmond、um, Rovers Bulldogs. And,、um, and I play on the wing. Sometimes fullback when they need me to go fullback. And、um, so I first heard about Hong Kong Rugby League at the Kappa Meta Nines, where we represented New Zealand. We lost to Norway in the finals. Oh well, semi-finals. So, and we beat Japan. <laughs> yeah, well, we will. We will next week. So, Michael, I mean, what, what do you like about rugby league? You mentioned that it's broken down barriers, which is fantastic, and it's socially inclusive.、Um, what about the game itself?、Um, I like proving a point. So, to prove a point,、um, size doesn't matter.、Um, you can use your footwork.、Um, nationalities doesn't matter. Jack, do you use much footwork when you're going? I, I love a lot of footwork. They call me Twinkle Toes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe on a Saturday night when you're off the field. Yeah, on the dance floor maybe. Dance, cutting <laughs> shapes. Cutting shapes. Dylan Navarro apparently broke his foot by trying to step. Because he's South African and has no footwork. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're in hospital now, mate. Yeah. Good luck to Dylan. Good luck, Dylan. Yeah. Michael, please continue with、um, you know your story.、Yeah. You were talking about you know the ability to step and to、yeah. run past people and、footwork. to prove a point. Fancy、yeah. footwork. Yep. And then also,、um, it's good for other Asians to look up to you as well. Because I mean, for New Zealand, 
it was predominantly dominated by big island boys and big kiwis but then right now i'm probably the only asian that plays in my level but then to hear the supporters and the fans like cheer you on and like when you get hit you just laugh it up laugh it off get straight back up the crowd's like you know they on your side and then there's also um racism down as well so it's because when i first started it was always about hit the asian boy smash him the little run you know what you're doing blah 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 but then over the f past few years it started to change and it, it helps both um john johnson and the and the warriors as well oh, john johnson, yeah. yeah yeah what's his heritage is it lao or uh, something yeah. Yeah, yeah. Laos, yes. yeah yeah he's half uh, lao how is it pronounced is it lao is it laos i don't know uh lao i think Lao, 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 yeah. There you go. My wife's Lao. Oh, okay. Right. Here's oh, a man who knows. Fantastic. Do you, know, do, you know, do you get mistaken as a Pacific Islander? Because I look at you, I could, I'd probably assume you're someone like me. I'd be like, I hit the someone, wouldn't you? Just like, yeah. Um, no. You don't look yeah. traditionally Chinese. Yeah. Surprised. <laughs> I was expecting more of a Chinese looking guy. Oh, really? Yeah. No, people, yeah. I mean, no. I, I mean, other Asians don't really see me as Hong Kong. They see me as Thai, Filipino, uh, yeah. other kind of Asians, and never see me as an Islander. Other Islanders don't even see me as Islander. They just see me as a. Maybe you need a few Chinese. more tattoos to be an Islander. Get your sleeve, bro. Yeah. Galomo or whatever it's called. Is uh, it Galomo? Uh, get a beer. A beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traditional uh, Hogan, who has a beer because he's a chief. It's yeah. like a tattoo on his uh, torso and his legs. Very traditional. Uh, basically, if you're a chief, that's what you get. Shows your Samoan. So. Get, uh, to show that off sometime. He shows it off all the time. Hey. He's constantly got his top off. I mean, I mean, I think what what we're seeing, you know, today mm. is fantastic. Like this is a cultural show. We were talking about racism, mm. we're talking about people developing and growing into the sport, mm. learning about you know tattoos. Yes. You know, this is this is more than just rugby, which is which is great. Which is why certainly I'm involved. It's not just for the sport; it's for the cultural and the social element. Um, so it's great that right? we've got you know you, you here today. Yep. Hopefully we'll get to speak to you again at some point in the future, and you'll certainly be back online uh, later in the podcast. Um, well, next up we have a mad Queenslander talking about his love of the game, Mr. Justin McMahon. Over to you. So I was uh, backpacking around the world in 2004. And I had some friends that uh, that lived here and came and spent Christmas and New Year's here and really liked the place, had a good time down in uh, all the little bars and, and, and hangouts. And, uh, yeah, came back in 07 when I finished uni and uh, been here ever since. What do you think about uh, rugby league in Hong Kong? It was something that uh, was brought to my attention a couple of years ago. And, you know, I mean, it's the greatest game of all, as we all say. So, you know, more than happy to help out where I can. Obviously, with work and stuff, I'm a bit limited with time. But I know most people are in Hong Kong, so... You know, just try and help out as I can. And what's your background, rugby? Right? You played back in Australia? Yeah, mate. No, I, I grew up as a leaguey. Um, I played in Darwin as a junior, played for Northern Territory Schoolboys, and then uh, went to Keeper Park on the Gold Coast, played some rep stuff there. Um, I tried with a couple of Sydney clubs that did my ACL, was playing Gold Coast Group 18, and then played when I was managing pubs in Darwin for the Mighty Brethren. And what are your thoughts on uh, Origin coming up this week? What do you reckon? You're always underdogs. How do, you, how, you, how you win 11 out of 12 series and still come in as perennial underdogs, I'll never know. But, I mean, we like the tag. Uh, I think this year we actually are the underdogs, I mean, with, with the injuries that we've had. Uh, but, I mean, mate, still 13 on 13. I still think we'll give a good account of ourselves. 
just have to wait and see what happens, won't we? And have you got a favourite origin player? I mean, either past or present? Mate, I mean, I grew up under the king, old Wally. Um, you know, it's pretty hard to go past him. But, I mean, uh, Cam Smith, mate, the way he conducts himself, the way he plays the game, you know. The, I mean, when the stars say that, you know, he's the best player they've ever seen, that, you know, that he manages a game, you know, better than anyone that they've seen. He's more influential on a game. It's a bit hard to go past Cam Smith. And uh, what did you think of the Hong Kong Nines recently? I was unable to make it, unfortunately, mate. I had another prior engagement. But to see the, you know, to, to watch it and then to see the improvement in the standard from the year before, you know, is, is fantastic for the future. And have you got a, a favourite league story that you can sort of share with us? Uh, what, personal one or, hey, or just in general, want? mate? I mean, my favourite story would probably be going down and watch the Mighty Tigers play in 2005. I grew up as a Mad Magpie supporter. Um, you know, perennial battlers, perennial losers, and uh, you know, to sort of to see them even as a merged entity to win a grand final was was you know pretty much without peer uh, for myself. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to say to uh, the people that are maybe interested in playing league or sort of have seen a few of our games, so they come along and watch? Mate, play? I mean, get along and support the greatest game of all. I mean, it's a it's a wonderful cause. I mean, it's fantastic. You have to pinch yourself when you you realise you're watching rugby league in in Hong Kong as opposed to. Uh, to the other game. Um, yeah, get along and enjoy it and hope to see you down there for a beer after the game. Awesome, Justin. Thanks, mate. No worries, buddy. Go Queensland. Do you think he's actually slightly mental? Well, he's a Queenslander, so obviously he is. Um, you know, and that interview was pre-origin, so he's probably somewhere right now so having a bit of a cry, but don't worry, mate, there's another game done. Well, another two games, right? But yeah. um, it's amazing how polarising State of Origin is. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching Origin growing up and, you know, we were all Kiwis and everyone had a side. You were either Queensland or New South Wales, <laughs> and for whatever reason, even if results didn't really matter, it was just, you know, Wales kind of the jersey you liked or who was your sort of favourite player at the time. Mike, have you got, like, a, a favourite Origin player? I mean, you've been in New Zealand the last five years. Sort of follow it that the boys at Richmond get together and. Oh, I mean, yeah, New Zealanders um, think culture. They yeah. like to talk a lot about it, and whereas they don't even come from Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't really get the point of it, but I mean, it's part of the sport, part of the culture, part of the history. Mm. I think we could talk about um, state of origin, um, well, at some length. Mm. Um, which we probably should do on a future podcast, actually. Um, how was the uh, how's the deal with our Rilla Buller on Wednesday? Very good turnout. Mm. We had uh, probably over 100 people there watching the game. And I think compared to some previous years, the game was more entertaining this year. I just think there was, there was a few more mistakes. Sure. There seemed to be a bit more running and attacking. Um, and because... Um, Queenslanders haven't got the spine they've had in previous years. Sure, I think it opened it up a bit more, yeah. and it was just great to see you know Chudesco running and stepping and it's very handy, right? And he's probably not as polished as some of the other fullbacks, but I think it was entertainment. So if you were neutral, I think you probably enjoyed it. Um, I certainly did as a, as a neutral. Uh, whereas you know some previous games, it's like a chess match. No one makes a mistake. And it's very mechanical, and uh, so some, for, for, for leagues like us, that's probably okay. You know, mm. we can appreciate the skill levels, but if, you know, if you're watching it as a neutral, I think it's easy just to go. Oh, that was a bit boring. Was it a forward pass? 
Oh. 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 Well, <laughs> um, we had that conversation yeah, last week as well about we uh, yeah about our game. Sure. Look, I don't know what what was what was your view on it. Um, I'm a New South Wales supporter. Oh, boo! Get out of here. But I have to admit, it was a forward pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the hand was a backward motion, it still went forward. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the riff went. They said it wasn't a forward pass because of the backhand motion. Uh, I mean, New South Wales fan really uh, <laughs> prefer, prefer it to, uh, to to the Queensland. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'll say no more. I'll believe it at that. But uh, so yeah, we took the Super League. Super League kicked off. Last week, yes, um, we had the Broncos versus the Pacific Tower up mm. first. As expected, uh, the Pacific Tower came up Trump's fair with an 18-6 victory. Um, I mean, the Broncos basically had to retire, right? <laughs> yeah, there they were uh, a few players short to start the game, and then they lost a few players during the game, uh, Dylan, including Dylan. Um, so, unfortunately, the game was cut short, but they actually looked pretty handy. Uh, they scored a really good try. Ringo was managed to fall over the line, and they were they were completing their sets and, and, and even making a few tackles on those big tall boys. So, I, I know for them, come the 23rd round two, they'll definitely have a few more boys back, and they'll definitely be a lot more competitive. I think the way the Warriors play them next, so that should be a good game. Well, the Warriors... Um lost their opening game um, 22 points to 40 against the Oriana Storm who obviously went well uh, real well yeah. yeah I think uh, Matty Jones would be very happy that his charges especially his young charges made a big difference um, I think the biggest thing for the Warriors we just didn't hold on to the ball and we were very uh, poor in our ruck defence now put that down to an experience or whatever it is but just guys like Troy Rogers just cut us up through the middle and then just uh, fed the guys out wide some really long range tries um, so, uh, you know, boys will be smarting from that, but hopefully we get a few boys back for round two as well. Yeah, I'm expecting a few more forwards back, which will help uh, many with league experience. Um, and maybe a couple of backs should be coming over as well. Um, so I think the Wan Chai team will be different. Um, but it will be very tough against the Broncos. And Ringo seem very confident they're going to get a lot of taggers back. Um so anyway, we resume the Super League after the Japan game. So uh, a, a week later, on the 23rd of June, and the game starts at 7.30pm, once again, at Kings Park. Come down and join us. And now we're going to take a little short break whilst we go back to part two of the HK Tag interview. Um, and again, Tag has been a big part of Rugby League here and helping us grow. Um, and we're very well connected. So you know, we're, we're very glad to give them the props which they deserve. And ladies, what are some of the upcoming tag events uh, this year? So the next one is the Hong Kong Tag Battle of Origin. Uh, it will take place the 7th of July at 7.30 in Kings Park, which is our home, as well as the Rugby, League, Rugby League's home. Um, so there, uh, there's going to be two uh, matches. We want them to be longer than usual. So, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, we want to do more real real games. And it's going to be an only woman's side uh, and an only men's side. So, two teams for the woman's side, uh, one team for the islands, and one team for um, new territories and Kowloon side. And then for the men's side, two teams, also islands against Kowloon side and uh, new territories. So we actually have a uh, 
domestically. Um, this summer, as uh, last year, we have the Hong Kong Tax Super League. It's going to take place the three last Saturdays of August. So 11th of August, 18th of August, and 25th of August from 7.30 to 9 also at King's Park. And for this one, um, the team uh, inscriptions are open. So if you have a team or you want to play in the team, you can still um, uh, send us the information and we will put you into the team list. Yeah. Any other events coming up in 2018 for TAG? Yeah. Actually, 2018 is a big year for Tech Rugby because the Tech Rugby World Cup will be held in November in Port Harbour, Australia. So, for the first time, Hong Kong is actually sending a team, national team, to participate with uh, any of the teams around the world. Yeah. And we are uh, recruiting people, uh, so we are going to be holding, holding um, trials soon during the summer and uh, the idea is to prepare our players uh, through all these competitions that we have been talking about to, to be a little bit more ready to, to go to the, to the World Cup in Australia. Yeah, that's, that's the idea. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And also, we are looking for sponsors to help us um, bring down the individual participation course. So if any of you know any individuals or companies who are interested in sponsors, um, please get in touch with us as soon as possible. And ladies, uh, just while we do have you here, we're running a competition to name our podcast. Um, do you have any suggestions that, uh, for, for a name for our podcast? That's uh, that's funny. Uh, I do actually have one. Um, yeah, I think uh, well because you're talking about rugby league in Hong Kong, right? How about League Eight Five Two? Do you like it? You know, like the that's quite cool. League Eight Five Two. Yeah, yeah. I like it. You could even have like. Tag eight five two. Yeah, we, we might be doing potential like future that. podcast. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, nice. quite, I quite like that, Laura. I think we'll, we'll definitely put that name into the competition. Oh, thank, thank you so you much. much. Uh, you, Laura, can you also tell us uh, about Wise Women in Sports Empowered? Um, yeah. Uh, so I also I am also part of this organization, uh, Wise. And uh, we we basically try to promote sports in uh, into sorry we try to promote sports in Hong Kong uh, for a woman um, and especially I would say lately for uh, young young girls as well. Uh, so we actually have two events coming up in June, which are uh, quite interesting, I think. The first one is the, this Saturday, 9th of June. Um, it is a panel discussion in which actually some of our friends are going to be talking, like James Elliott. Um, yeah, yeah, as a teacher and a sports person. Yeah, so that's going to be in the desk in Causeway Bay at 10.30, and you can get the tickets um, in Evan. Evan Right. Yeah. And the name of the panel discussion is uh, Why Should Girls Play Sports? 
Uh, and also we have another event the 16th of June in the AIA Vitality Park at the Hong Kong Observation Wheel. It's going to be a mother's and daughter's sports day uh, with the Football World Cup topic. Yeah, so it's going to be a football training for girls and families actually uh, from 9 to 11 a.m. Uh, you can find more information about WISE in the Facebook page of WISE Women in Sports Empowered and in Evanbride and in our website as well. Ladies, is there anything else you'd like to uh, say to all the listeners out there? Um, as we are Pack 852, maybe I will do some promotion in Capsate. Rugby,無論是Rugby Ladies, thank you very much for joining us today. I hope we can uh, spread the word of tag and hopefully we'll have you back on the podcast sometime. Thank you, thank you for having us. Wow, that was yeah, that was a great interview there. I, I really enjoyed uh, Winnie's Cantonese. Um, I think it's important as a Hong Kong rugby league podcast that we emphasise the importance of, of getting Cantonese information in Cantonese out, uh, because not all of our listeners will just be English speakers. We definitely want to appeal to our Cantonese speakers as well. And I quite like Laura's suggestion uh, for the podcast name. Wow, mm-hmm. it is good, and uh, I just want to want to echo. It is great to have Winnie um, and everyone else who are involved, who who are you know real Cantonese people born and bred here. There's a few announcements we need to make in regards to the Battle of Origin. What's, uh, what's happening there, mate? Oh, mate, on the 7th of July, we have the Battle of Origin. Three hours of uninterrupted, pure entertainment. Um, we kick off with the tag, where we will have men's tag, we will have women's tag, all on pitch one at King's Park. And then this year, we're changing the format of the rugby league setup. So traditionally, we know we've played 13 a side. This year, uh, really just due to time constraints uh, with with the pitch, we will move to nines. So we'll have a men's nines and a women's nines. Oh, women's nines. Right. Uh, So this is very exciting. You know, we're going to have four games on and, um, you know, we're going to have a mixture, men and women. So really looking forward to that. So if you're interested and you want to play and you want to trial, Get in touch, info at hktag.org or info at hongkongrugbyleague.com and get involved. Uh, and just to explain the concept for those who don't know, um, Battle of Origin is effectively Hong Kong Island versus everyone else. It, traditionally, it was Hong Kong Islands, but we've changed it this year to be just Hong Kong Island versus everyone else to kind of even it up a little bit. Uh, 
okay. and it is creating some rivalries. We know we've seen it in the past, and um, you know people front up. Pong Yao versus Pong Yao. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. Shigi for Japan pulls up Ben Ryan, which takes him doing. Here is number ten, and it's there. Toby Lai across the line, under the dot. And the old story, repeat sets, penalties, lead to points. We have the big game, Japan versus Hong Kong in Tokyo, a 1.30pm kickoff in Tokyo, so 12.30 kickoff in Hong Kong, and you know we're taking a, a strong team, we've been hit by a couple of changes, um, Dylan Navarra, Navarra. Navra? 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 Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Dylan. Uh, he's, he's injured, so he broke his foot. Have you seen the scans? Yeah, he sent a few pictures around. It's, um, he's got ugly feet anyway, but yeah, it's even worse now. Yeah, yeah. Pretty diabolical. Um, so he's out, unfortunately, but we've got a good replacement in Alan Newsom, mm. who actually brings us a bit more in terms of he could fit in at centre. He could, you know, he's a couple of back positions he could go out if needed. Um, yeah, whereas obviously Dylan is a traditional forward. Mm. Um, and then we, we had a, another change. Was it the uh, Molly couldn't make it in the end, and we've moved to Alvin Chan. Alvin's come back in as a as a, as a record uh, player. I think the the the, the biggest uh, difference we'll have is actually having head coach Jason Fairley, yes. player coach, player coach now. Superman, Superman. All right, you know he referees. He refereed, he refereed the uh, both Super League games last week. Uh, we did a really good job of keeping up with the play, uh, and obviously to have his experience uh, against Japan should be uh, very, very useful. Yeah, in the standoff position is a critical position. Last in the last game, yeah, we weren't so comfortable there. No, if, uh, you know, we, experience it. Yeah, we had a lot of drop ball, yeah. and we weren't making those simple passes from standoffs. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think having Jason there will be really, really we'll good. Some gaps, and uh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. I will, and he'll tackle. It's just that Jason thinks that. You can only make a tackle from the collarbone upwards. All right, that'll be interesting. <laughs> so we'll see. See how long he stays on the pitch. See how many penalties he gives away, and how how fast he gets a red card. I don't think anyone's gonna be running that fast in that heat at uh, one thirty, but we'll see. Michael, we've got a few suggestions for the name of the podcast. Um, do you want to just go through them? Give us your thoughts. Lead on the harbour at the peak. Talking balls. Two men and a hooker. League eight five two. Well, you gave five two again. Yeah. Well, again, that was Laura's idea, right? So I think that's and she even they even suggested tag eight five two as as a possible name for their future podcast for tag. So it's got a bit of a ring to it. It does. Two men and a hooker. Well, you sounds like a typical Saturday night on one shot, but oh well. Um, yeah, some good no, names. Yeah, but I mean, look, we're we're neutral in terms of you know religion, sexual persuasion, okay, and everything else. And it might not always be too many in a hooker. No, you know, it could be too many in a gigolo. A gigolo. Oh yeah. Uh, What's the meaning? Two women in a hooker. So eight five two is the area code uh, oh, for Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's got, it's got a nice little ring to it. I think eight five two. So what will happen now that we? I guess we have a list. Oh, Mike, do you have a suggestion? I mean, something. Well, what's an, a podcast name you'd like to sort of throw in there? Do you have one? Um, not right now, but I would like to bring it back to Hong Kong. Okay. So some so like two men and a hooker. I wouldn't and talking bullshit and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't. 
really put in because it's, you can't really relate it to Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. So, that's maybe fine. one of the other ones? Oh, I mean, League 852, that sounds good, interesting. Sounds right. Yeah, it sounds cool. all right. Okay. Simple, sharp. Right, well, we'll put it to the, put it oh, to the fans. On Facebook, we'll uh, get our polls going and people can vote. And what we'll do is uh, next Friday, episode four, which we're going to, um, which we're going to do as a Facebook Live uh, broadcast, we'll announce the winning name. And then from then on, we'll be known as Two Men and a Hooker. Or whoever oh. wins. <laughs> or League 852. Or League 852 or something on the podcast. I don't know. We'll find out uh, next week, so that should be good. I think you've raised a good point there, Mike, which is mm. the name should reflect where we are, which is Hong Kong. So um, uh, that's great. Well, look, Mike, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming to Hong Kong. I hope you've had a great time. Oh, thanks for um, inviting me over and uh, being part of the Hong Kong Record League thing. Jack, always great. And we're, we'll speak again next week. Tokyo. See you there. See you later, boys. I'm an odds person, a probability Hong guy. Kong! I thought this was Hong big odds Kong! against 15 minutes ago. I would be starting to say that Hong Kong would be running into favourite now. Yes, you'd have to think so.